Gigi, I've decided not to leave this town. Maybe I can stay and find some other nice people who will like me and accept me for who I am. Trusting your spirit, yes, yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I know it's been a very long time, but Matt and I, my name is John, are really happy to be back and doing the show again, as we like to call You Don't Get It. So for today's show, we were gonna be spilling the beans on music that we've been listening to, music that we are excited for, the differences between streaming and buying an album, or streaming's, streaming's value, and also if we get around to it from this episode or the next one, we will be talking about the Grammy nods that have just come out this morning. But first, let's talk about music that we have been listening to. Um, I know Matt is here, he's just really quiet right now, so I'm not by myself. I wanted to first talk. Can you say something? God, uh, so I just want to make a decision while you were just sitting there. What's going on, everybody? So, it's, uh, so <laughs> F you, man. <laughs> so I would say that the this is, I've only done this for a first listen, but this first listen has gotten me hooked. That's Big Crit's album. Forever is a mighty long time. Mm -hmm. I cannot stress just as I listened to it before we were listening to this podcast. I uh, just a few, like a few couple songs, but as a full listen all the way through, I would say I was, I was taken off of this plane for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was actually took a ride with what this dude was trying to do. Yeah, y'all should have seen and, John when uh, we first walked in. Or when he was at the table beforehand, just like zoning out by yeah, himself. Cause <laughs> just, yeah, because it's, it's just an amazing album to me. Uh, the lyrics, in terms of, there's some things he says, I'm not going to butcher from this from this podcast. No, this it's episode. hard to get a... Yeah, I messed up with the going. NWA last year, last, whatever, like last year when we did this. And, but the, the, but the, some of the lyrical content that were so introspective, it actually for a moment, it felt like he was speaking to me because mm -hmm. there were some things I would do. There was something about where he was talking about kings acting like buffoons. And I just like paused for a second. I didn't play that again because I'm like, oh yeah, it's, so it made me think, okay, he's watching, he's offering his own perspective. And it was the first time in a very long time where I actually, thought and then the background or the production quality with the beats i does he he makes his own stuff right oh that's He's, that's that's his original thing was as a producer yeah first who who then got on who then came on the scene with his own his own stuff so yeah he's, i mean he yeah he he makes a lot of his own beats and i don't know from this album like if he did everything by himself but mm -hmm. yeah that was his original thing before he got into before he got into right well there. he shines at it yeah, um, comparing it he's, to he's he's a dynamic dude. I mean, like I, I don't like to compare this. I don't like to compare, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna compare. When I listen to "For Your Eyes Only" with J Cole, oh man, the, I'm glad you bring this up. A lot of the music that he put up was like they said he produced the the tracks himself. I'm like, oh, he's pretty good. Like mm -hmm. just because you think a, a rapper going into the production quality, I always get excited, like, okay, cool. But then I listen to this and just see the atmosphere and the content. I don't know how popular Big Crit is because I will be honest, there was, I fell out because the last thing I really slapped with him was uh, Live From The Underground. Mm -hmm. And that was like, what, five years ago? Well, so just to 
like catch on with what you're saying here to make it obvious other one. But you're making the comparison of Big Crit to J. Cole right now, right? Yeah. I mean, that's no, that's totally fine. That's totally fine because I was thinking about it a lot with this album too, um, coming around because they're both, you know, they're both Southern guys. Yeah. Um, they both got their start as producers first before they really got into it on their own. Okay. As uh, as hip hop artists, like J. J. Cole loses a lot of shit for a lot of people. Yeah. And so does Big Crit. Yeah. Does a little bit more subtly, a little bit more quietly. Mm-hmm. Actually, both of them do it quietly. Yeah, they, but, they but, really stay out. Right, and, yeah. and, and I, you know, I'd say they, they both have a cadence that is just enticing and draws you in as you sit there and listen to their music. Yeah, and they both kind of have that southern drawl to a lot of their talks. So their tone sounds a lot of the same too. It's, mm-hmm. So I, I, I listened to this album like my first time too. I was like, some of these songs, I'm like, this sounds. Almost like a J. Cole track too. Now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, they, they, do they bite off each other? Whatever. I, that's not the point that I'm getting at. But like, I don't think there's anything wrong with making that comparison because they, they do have a lot of like deep redeeming qualities. The biggest True. difference that I'd say between the two of them is that Cole gets a lot more airtime, radio airtime play, and probably a lot more attention too. Like, well, he went. It's, not, it's not hard to see that Crit's more in the underground than. than yeah. Cole. Well, he went the he went the feature route when he first got on. You know, he was talking about Cole. Yeah, Cole. He well, was... it's it, it also Cole signed with Def Jam first. Yeah, before. So... I mean, and that like not like right away. It took him a long time, but like anybody signs with Def Jam, they're gonna get yeah, they're gonna get headlines right away. He's like, all right, so we're gonna need you to get these freestyles and these uh, five songs off of Drake. Well, yeah, I mean, but like yeah, the, the thing that they both have done again comparatively, both done and done well, is they came up on the mixtape game before they did really any LPs and honestly like until this album probably I'd say like Crit's mixtapes were more my favorite thing to listen to than many of the albums he put out they were good but like you know he, he just he did a lot I think a lot of the mixtapes he put out like he put out for himself like yeah. he, you know like for him by him and, and yeah. like it was before you know like labels started telling him you could tell it was before labels that started telling him like hey you can't do this or you can't do that like and he, he raps about that on a lot of his mm-hmm. mixtapes too it was like and, and, and this one too it like talks a lot about like his relationship with labels and mm-hmm. how they kind of try to control him and how he tells them no fuck you but, yeah um and the same thing happened with cole i mean like classic mixtape from um the warm-up mm-hmm. i mean like the warm-up got a more critical acclaim than, than uh, cold world Cold World or really I mean like that's what put Cole on the scene and, yeah. and you know Crit's kind of continued that game a little bit more than, than Cole has but yeah. maybe by choice maybe not who knows either yeah. way like, I mean we more getting back to the album I mean well yeah uh, in terms of just what what uh, Big Crit's doing I, I'm, I'm, I'll be sounding like a break, broken record but you said earlier that he feel like you're in two you're listening to kind of two parts almost the First half of the album, the second half of the album, yeah. I, also, just, I, I, not that not that that was a bad thing. I think it actually showed like his, you know, his dynamic nature in terms of like what he's capable of. I mean, probably produced a lot of himself. He's a great producer. That's what he's known for first. But then he like in terms of like the content that he brings to it and style, the flows that he brings into it too. Like you can totally tell a difference between the first and the beginning. Yeah. And we talked. We were saying that the first half. Kind of sounds a little bit like a Gangsta Girls mixtape, mixtape a little bit from back in the day, or at least has that feel, that grit, that element to it. Yeah, I think and he, the second half brings in a little bit more soul. I get it. It's uh, the, the complexity is with the simple, 
simplicity that his intent is. Yeah. There are times where he will say, this is what I want to do, and there's something to focus on. And then there are, whether it be lyrical content or the sort of style of delivery. And then all of a sudden he switches up to, what was the song? There were like several tracks that had, that were just strictly instrumentals, but were meant as just for you to kick back and not hear it. Just listen to the, to the music, mm-hmm. and you actually enjoy. Like I actually, and I don't think I don't think this. I, been... I, I love artists that that do that. I mean, like he, but he did he did that where he just had an instrumental track. No, yeah, it was, it was just, just like Justin yeah. Scott, I think was the name of the song. Yeah. Um, but then, um, you know, a lot of my favorite artists who are who are rappers and producers will let the beat play out for like at least another minute sometimes at the end of the song after they're done mm. you know with their bars and he, he does that a lot and yeah. you get to just sit there and, and vibe out for a little while mm-hmm. um, before he moves on to the next track which I love so I'm just gonna give this a two thumbs Why? I'm not even gonna give it a two I hate that weird system man I'm gonna say this, just listen to the album listen to the album for sure but at the end of this I mean um, when we look back on everything that's getting put out in 2017 and mind you, there's still a lot more to come. It's very common for a lot of artists to try and cram something in here in November, December before the year flips over. Don't ask me why, but it's it happens all the time. Because Christmas and Thanksgiving oh, yeah. big, are the big, period yeah. of time yep. where you start hating yourself for your life decisions of the past oh, year. That's not where I thought and you were then going. And then next thing you know, the people are like, you know what? I know you people have a lot of self-deprecation right now. Someone ate one too many turkey legs. Someone didn't get the right Christmas gift. And then someone didn't give the right Christmas gift. They just look in the mirror like, how am I going to get through the next year? And then Big Crit just slides around into your DMs with some whatever's mind on time. Saying, just keep living, man, and enjoy this music. I'm better than you in every okay, single way. Okay, so I was going to say, because <laughs> holiday season, everybody's buying a lot of gifts, and it makes sense to put out a CD for some, and like, more like, people are more likely to buy that for somebody, more likely to get more sales right off the bat, and like, what do people talk about all the time is what happens in the first week of an album drop. Pure distraction from the human condition of self-hatred that everyone goes through. <laughs> it's all a gesham, everybody. Keep it going. Whatever. You she and the, yeah, yeah. That's why J. Cole releases his stuff in November, because he's like, yo, I know everyone hates themselves right now. Let me give him, let me give him get off my dick for a second. That's you a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they're like, they was like, yeah, you know what? I do need people to get that out of my day. That was a hard song to listen to around people that had never heard it before or didn't know J. Cole. <laughs> like, I, I had some friends walk in on me one time, like, while I was just hanging out and studying, and, like, right at the part where it was like, to the windows, to the walls, to the spot. Or when it's, when it's like, to the windows, to the walls, fuck back my shine. I know the reason you feel the way. I know it's who you won't be. So every day I think the man upstairs that he's going away Get off my dick. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like, dude, dude, what are you doing? Dude, that's the best one. Okay, I'm going to talk about Jake O for a moment just from that specific song. Uh, that's the first time I looked at Cole like, what the heck? Because of who what he sampled that song from. It's from the most obscure, yeah. like, prison yard song. That you prison? Think? No, no, I'm serious. It's it's uh, Burda Burda. Oh man, I thought you were talking about the. Um, I thought, sorry, I thought you were talking about the. Uh, the three six nine part. With, no, no, there's no. I'm talking about the. Uh, like, no, the, the, the most high school dance. Song no, no. Like, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like prison be like to the window. No, they weren't doing that. I'm thinking. Uh, no, the uh, the song is from Burda Burda. Look it up. 
uh, Berta, Berta, and it was, uh, oh, oh, Berta, oh, Lord, like that, it goes, and that's, it was in other Are you talking about the beginning of the song? Yeah, because yeah, he mixes it and uh, combines yeah. different parts, different periods, pieces of the song for that, and you're like, where is that from? It's from Berta, Berta, if, this is a kind of a play thing, uh, August Wilson's a pianist, and they play that, uh, when there's, when, uh, was it Doker, Boy Willie, and uh, Cameron, and Lyman are all sitting around the table, and uh, someone else is oh, Boy Charles, Boy Charles, someone. Uh, they are all sitting around the table. Forgive me for not knowing the characters all the time, and they are all just sitting down and they start singing this song, and that's that's what J Cole used. So it just made me look at him differently. Yeah. Dang, that's a. Uh, you know the true sign of an artist. Yeah, that's like a artist, real simple, like yeah. Like if I was like a that, musician, yeah. like I would be so cool. I'd be like doing remixes of stuff that I remember. I don't even like just obscure stuff that. Yeah. That not even so mu- not even necessarily so, music, but like yeah. Anyway, going back, so yeah, listen to J Cole too, and also listen to I can't speak of this enough. Forever is a mighty long time. Great album by Big Crit. Now another album that I know Matt will not say anything about. Is uh, without warning. Bye. Metro Boomin. It came out in Halloween. Metro Boomin, uh, Offset, and Twenty One Savage. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah, of course you know. That. Should I just leave? Do you want to be by yourself for this part? <laughs> We're gonna have to come back to this Keep later. John a little alone time. Like, I'm come- <laughs> Give. I'm, I'll, we'll probably come back. We'll have some uh, a few guests. Later on this evening, who will hopefully, give, hopefully. Who will that. don't jinx it. We'll have a few. Let's just have some confidence. We'll have some. We're gonna have a few guests come through to talk about music they listen to, and I hope that one of them comes through because I'd like to talk to them about the album because it's they call as uh, little kids call bangers, and they also have quite the bangers on this song right now. Yes, and I definitely uh, listen to a rap save me. And I definitely believe that they are the songbirds of our generation. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> and with that, we're going to have a little interlude. We're going to play one of my favorite songs from the Forever Is A My Long Time album. It is called Higher Calling featuring Jill Scott. Please enjoy. Again, this is You Don't Get It. Name job. Special comes from calling heaven. Dollar sevens waiting on the pickup, stomach bigger. 
Skin is glowing, girl, I love your figure. This is simple, this is real. Something to remember, had to hit you so we could blend. Such a lovely mission. special guest on the show. Please welcome Ate Kende as if I can. I'm back, bitches. (laughs) Because you were here before, apparently, on this show. Because he never left. Because he never left. Because he never left. So, um, how you doing, man? I'm chilling. Yeah. Out here eating Jolly Ranchers on the air. You know, you live in high life when you can do stuff like this. Yeah, absolutely. Drinking juice. Drinking juice. Laid back. My mind on my money, money and my money, money on my, my mind. mind. My money, money, my mommy. My, 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 my mommy. Family first. Family first. Uh, then all of a sudden, what happens when your mom tells you to make that money then? You make your money for your mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah. You pay your mom money. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's who the first person I'm going to pay when I get two bucks to my name. <laughs> Broke life. For real. Broke life for real, man. Too. I'm telling you, man. Being, uh, doing whatever, being the postgraduate actor is the one thing that just makes me question my life choices. I said, why didn't I do this sooner? Okay, let's go to the, uh, let's go to the main stuff. Well, first off, who are you? Who am I? The question is, who are you? <laughs> What's the name? Uh, what is it? Who are you? Who am I? It's a black and white. You've never seen a black and white before. <laughs> 
All right. You know, I'm a friend. I'm a friend of the radio show host. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I mean, gang, 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 gang. I'm a little bit extra. I'm just letting you guys all know that I am undiagnosed hyperactive attention deficit craziness disorder. What? You weren't diagnosed? <laughs> exactly, because I've never been to a doctor and have them diagnose me with anything. This is 2017 where you give yourself a disease and label yourself for it and tell everybody you have something that you very well might not. <laughs> and you just say, oh, yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't, I never thought, but then, no, that makes sense. That I got, makes sense. I've got a thyroid problem. Well, you know what? That makes thyroid sense. levels are fine. You just start following you around with a tuba. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I have a problem. problem. That'll be 50 or <laughs> like John running out of the classroom in high school. I got it. That was not me. That was just funny to make fun of. <laughs> Wait, what happened? John and I were in the same math class in tenth grade. Yeah, and who was it? There's some random kid in that class. We were sophomores. It was like a senior that was in that class. I'm pretty sure. And man, like he just like. Got up and booked it out of the room one day. Yeah, he's like, Mr. Hoven, I gotta go. I gotta uh, he's like, yeah, it's gonna make it no. So we just imagined that he had IBS. And I don't know why that is still funny. Bro, John and I just IBS is wild. I used to work at IHOP, right? This was back in high school. We're at IHOP. Okay, yeah, let's let's make that shit. IBS is wild. So I used to work at IHOP. IBS is wild, right? Because that's the perfect. I'll tell you shit in the camera. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Come on, now. Right. The syrup and just dumped it <laughs> stuff, bro. Like, no, eat right? this bitch. <laughs> so I was, I, I was a table buster. And table buster was basically like, it's halfway between the waitress, waitresses and the janitor, right? So this dude comes, came in, and he had IBS. I guess there were certain foods he couldn't eat because like they made it even worse. So they gave him our pancakes, and like this was before the gluten free craze became a health craze for everybody. This is when people who asked for gluten free shit really needed gluten-free shit because they couldn't process it, right? So he had asked for gluten-free pancakes, and I think they just gave him regular. All of a sudden, this guy gets up, and he runs to the bathroom, looks both ways like he's crossing the street, runs to the bathroom, locks the door to the bathroom, not the stall, the door to the bathroom from the inside. Bro, he was in there for like 20 minutes. He didn't want to come out. Like, come out, come out, come out. All down so his leg. He finally gets up. Oh, it was not on his leg. It was everywhere. Oh, oh, there was wall. There was, it's like somebody got killed but by poop in the plague. It, oh, it was ridiculous. I was like, yo. And you had to clean it up. I, yo, I was, you know, I was you just, touching shit, literally. <laughs> yo, and also, you just made people mad. Get your little uh, sly, uh, what you call it? You're a sly dig at vegans now or do gluten no, free? I have no problem with people now being gluten free. But like, I have a gluten it, it, it problem. Has, it has become a thing. Well, like, okay, there's like certain cleanses that you can go on because like, gluten's a inflammatory protein similar mm-hmm. to some other shit, and like if you cut that out, you know, it, it's like a cleanse for your whole body in in some ways, like, along with other stuff, not just gluten. Wait, hold up, I have a question. Whatever, if we're not here to talk follow, about that. If people follow dudes who have a glandular problem or like a carb problem with tubas, like barbell, how do we follow people with like gluten problems? You play that Charlie Brown music. That's all they do. They talk about how they have a gluten. They're gluten intolerant. So it's like Christmas thing, time right? is here. I feel like right now it's popular to try and like go against the grain. Like people talk about how like they don't trust vaccines. You know, I, I kind of get it, but at the same time, it's like people like to discount modern science because it's modern and like science is mainstream type of thinking, mm-hmm. and so like they just discount it. Like, oh well, science doesn't make sense, and they'll like tweet. And like post stuff on Facebook about how science doesn't make sense. Do you realize the like the hypocrisy? How are you gonna say science doesn't make sense from a cell phone? 
Yeah. Like, that's literally a rock that sends signals to other rocks. Like, <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? No, I'd say it's more polycarbonate. But who's talking? <laughs> you, who's talking? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd say more insignias. Insignias? <laughs> <laughs> we could have Agnes, Mr. Light come in here and be like, Mr. Light can come in here now. If you look at the electromagnetic charges, oh, dude, I wonder if he's listening. Are you listening, Mr. Light? No. Damn, that's too bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. He's too busy with Newton's second law. <laughs> oh, I mean, I lost my touch. I used to be able to do that at the oh, Station. Oh, man. On, on oh, we crushed that. Dang. Speaking of a crush. And then did the cat daddy. <laughs> oh, Speaking what? of what, John? Speaking of crush is crush. Crush. I was, no, I'm sorry. I just had a blank of when you said the cat daddy. That weird line. Oh. No, there was a, the, what was that? It smells like the pubes are around my dick or whatever. It, it smells, smells like the pubes are around my dick. <laughs> like, I remember I showed, I showed that to my football coach in college. And I remember he was like, that song is weird. I just remember hearing it. He just had the most articulate way to say, to say that line. He says, it smells like the pubes all around my dick. And I just, it just kind of freaked me out. And I just stopped listening. Did he sound like the Allstate dude? And you're and like, it smells like, like the pubes all around, around my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in good hands? <laughs> Pubes. <laughs> you know what we were referencing, right? Allstate? Yes. No, well, no, 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 no. With the cat daddy thing where we, like, we went from Mr. Like, basically we had to do a video for Spanish in high school where, dude, none of the video had anything to do with Spanish. First of all, first of all. <laughs> we acted an ass. Well, it didn't matter because <laughs> Mr. Summers was an OG. Oh, dude. He rest in peace. Yeah. So hold on. Let me pour some up for my dad, homies. But don't spill on my table. Come on, man. I wasn't going <laughs> to actually pour it. You know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> shout out to Mr. Summers, great Spanish teacher at, you know, Woodbury High School. But um, he let us do these videos. And we basically like, after the first one, because what was the first one we did? First one we did like Balama Cobb. Yeah, Balama Cobb. Balama Ia Cobb. Yeah. And then, and but, then like, like, that was all Spanish. It was all Spanish. Like, but then the second one. the game with that video. The, <laughs> the second one, like. We just did. We just dropped the Spanish completely. Oh, we I did an impersonation of the physics teacher. That was a hit. Yeah, because this is what it was. <laughs> this is what it was like, right? The Balama Cobb video was like the single ladies film for Beyonce, like film music video. Like it was just something that like it really put into perspective our artistic abilities. And as Future said, on what to, what a time to be alive. You do what you want when you pop it. So, <laughs> after that, we were like, you know, we have rules for these videos, but, you know, we, you do what you want when you pop it, so we're not even going to put our video in Spanish. It's all English, and we're going to dance around like idiots, because we can't. And that's what we did. You said that without any sense of irony. You took that entire thing seriously, and I applaud you, sir. Hey, uh, dude, that, yo, was, that was a great quote. <laughs> that was a great quote. Uh, yo, so, well, so, I wanted to know about this in terms of just the streaming services. Uh, like Apple. Yeah, we music. did have a plan for this podcast, not just randomness. Well, I mean, y'all have to like had your weird. You we had did had have our weird moment. I'm yeah, sorry. it was me. I told you guys the undiagnosed ADHD. I have ADHD. Nobody can tell me different, even a doctor. And you too can get help for these things. Like, can I make it pay PSA, dude? This ain't about you. So, <laughs> it's always about me. so, so yeah, so yeah, so we're talking about. The, I want to know, like, do y'all use the streaming services? Because mm -hmm. I'm being kind of. Like, I don't... I got Apple Man, music. it is 2017 and you don't have a streaming service. Exactly. All right. Yeah, I, I, I've been, what, on the streaming services game since, what, like, 2012, 2013? I don't even yeah. know. Was but I, I was, like, but they... So, the big big reason John and I were talking about this is because, like, there's a lot of different options out there right now. And free or paid for or otherwise, like, 
it's become the most accessible way to listen to music. Mm. Like, I, I, I pay for it right now, and originally when I first got on it and was just using the free version, I didn't want to pay for it. I was like, why would I pay for this? And then I did a free trial and just kind of let it go and kind of forgot about it and it's become the thing that I use like the most I don't like I know what I pay for it now I don't care like it, it it's like I didn't think I'd be getting my money's worth out of it I absolutely get my money's worth out of it but can it be one of those things where it's like Netflix you need someone to give you their streaming password I don't think it's good like you can get the family plan I know for Apple Music you can get the family mm. plan but like there's not a day that goes by I don't use that. If I listen to music, I use my streaming service. Yeah. That's just also, I, I, don't, I guess it's also a thing. Either I'm listening to like mixtapes or I am just kind of going on YouTube or something. Because I just don't want to do something that's monthly. I know it like, sounds like an old head and stuff, but I want to, because I'm not like as, like I'm going to sit down and listen to it as much as I can. Um, so I'm not as, in, as proactive with it as I should. Like, I feel like, in streaming service and paying that amount of money is for people who are mad proactive with it. But I also I just like spending like something for for an album, keeping it, and then just chilling with it for a while. Because I don't, I typically don't, I don't want to be that dude, but I don't typically like, I listen to a lot of music, but I don't like try to buy it or try to, you know, unless it's really something like, oh yeah, I'm gonna listen to this over and over again. Like this Big Crud album, I'm gonna buy it. Or, I might even, or, or child, whatever, something else drops. I'm just like, okay, I'll check it out. But there are some things where if I buy it, it's like, for its rewatch value. You that's, know, like how That's you, one thing I, I do agree. Like, yeah. when I think about, like, the long-term effect of using a streaming service, mm-hmm. like, this six ninety nine is going to add up in, like, 10 years if I keep it for that long time. Yeah. You know, but, like, will I have bought that many albums of music? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But yeah. at the same time, also, <laughs> the system. Therein <laughs> lies, like, the ethical question, though. It's like, do you... You know, do you make do without it on occasion? What resort yourself towards either buying one from time to time? Because like, what do you what do you spend on an album these days? Like 10, 12 bucks, fifteen 10, 12 bucks? bucks, twelve. Like between like what ten and seventeen? Beyonce be charging she petty, but uh, like say eighteen dollars <laughs> for an album. Like I know it's good, but you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so don't 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 kill me for that if I said that. <laughs> I mean, if we have it on record, he said it. <laughs> That's right, Beyonce. He said it. You know what I'm saying? But who was this? I'm not going to be famous. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I rarely. Like, I usually. It's kind of like, you know, how old school, because they've been doing it for a minute. You just buy an album, you just kind of play it out, you listen to other ways to, mm-hmm. to get it going. It feels, like I'm, it feels like I'm paying for a radio service that I choose. When you, when you, like, when you, you have get stream. streaming, like it's, like, it's, like, paying for, like, a selective all-car. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, like, the thing, the reason why, like, I go buy it, and I know a lot of people, I'm probably weird for this, but, like, I like to listen to albums specifically, as opposed to, like, you know, like, Pandora, where you just click something and it just plays for you, yeah. you know, and you don't have to think about it. Like, I like to put something on, like I was talking about, I, I put on the Big Crit album at work in the background, and just, like, zone out. You know, and that's it's usually like my first playthrough with an album is just like having it on the background or something. But like, you can store every, any album that you want more often than not on a Spotify account, or I don't think it's the same thing with Apple Music probably. Like, I and I can go find that at any time, and I do. Like, I've yeah. got a I've got a series of of albums like that I just like go to whenever I want. And you brought it up earlier, like you could share it with somebody else, but yeah. they only let you play on one device at a time. Like it monitors like your, your thing. So it's not like an, a Netflix or like an HBO account where they can track you. Ah, they get they get it. They they they're everything. They're uh, 
I'm trying to get that move. Yeah. Dang. So, yeah, I know. I know. In a lot of ways, it kind of takes away from the money from that the artist gets. Mm. But they still get paid from that. But also, artists. Something like what you call. Uh, I don't know. Like it's, it's a person. Who do you call it? Uh, Vince Staples. Uh-huh. Vince Staples knows that his albums themselves or the streaming things aren't the things that drive his, his income. Newer artists know that. Yeah, I'd say a lot of people that got their start like earlier, like earlier decades. Mm-hmm. A lot of them haven't. A lot of them followed that obviously and get it, but like a lot of them haven't caught on to that. That's why like Title got that had that huge uproar a couple years ago. Is the kind of trying like the artists trying to like take their music back in a way, yeah. which I get. It's yours. Like you made it, you're, you know, you crafted this thing from like your own brilliance and inspiration and made something beautiful. But like but you put it out there, it's no longer just for you at that point. Like you want people to enjoy it. People are going to enjoy it for like how they perceive it, not necessarily for the way that you intend it or like how the way that you necessarily intended it. Like I don't think there's really anything wrong with somebody who like, I don't know. Who who get like like Vince Staples said it these you know these days like you know and Chance the Rapper is a perfect example of that like he hasn't officially released an LP ever yeah. he knows that people are like listening to his music for the experience and do the and do, and, the, and do the lives they like going to people live and they buying the gear yeah the so it's like some people kind of become more like I guess legit entrepreneurs if you really want it's like it's, it's we're entering in a period of, we are entering in a period of time where you do have to be multi-talented and how not only do you make your stuff but how do you distribute it and what ways do you distribute your you you have to be though i think i think so i think like if you aren't dubbed and i say dubbed as having an factor because i have a certain celebrity in mind that you don't have to be multi-talented like chance the rapper or for example donald glover right very talented multi-talented individual he kind of was just like, nah, I'm checking out the game. And he's going to do it his way. Because if you look at him initially, he wasn't super marketable in the sense of like, oh yeah, this is going to be the thing that you know we're going to sell to other people. He sold himself, built his following. And like, I don't even know Donald Glover. Like, you guys know way more about the guy than I do. But like, from what you guys have talked about, it's like somebody who knew who his demographic, ground demographic was, expanded from that. But never left his ground democratic. because he knew, because like I said he knew he had the talent to be the entrepreneur mm-hmm. and know how to distribute. I'd say that that's that's why I feel like we're entering into that point where more and more people, if they want, well, if they, I shouldn't say if they want. I'm just noticing that more and more people, whether it be Vince, Childish, Chance, Solange, No Name, they're doing these things where they kind of, where they just sort of put themselves out in, mm-hmm. in different mediums, whether it be their own clothing. Like mm-hmm. our future our future was big on that. Where mm-hmm. they was, where they stuff was their main stuff was the clothing lines and then the concerts. But other people are starting to can are starting to go that route. I'm just saying I'm starting to notice that it's people are starting in terms of artists taking their own shit. Yeah. Well it's it, like, it, it, it like I said, I mean especially in terms of the Donald Glover thing and, and you were talking about this, it's selling an experience now. Mm-hmm. Not just selling you music specifically. Yeah. But like you know, like Donald does everything. Like literally mm-hmm. everything. Like I mean it, it, you know in terms of like his music, his his music was never always on the forefront. But he's he's not just good at like one thing, he's good at a ton of different mm-hmm. things. 
And whether it be his music, his production, his writing, his directing, his acting, acting. like he built the brand for himself and mm-hmm. sold the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. And so like now it's kind of like a Donald Glover album comes out and it's be like, fuck, like this really talented dude like put out another like piece of work like should go I check this out. Yeah. So, I mean, these people are just, I mean, some of these people, like even Big Chris, we go back to how he was a producer and mm-hmm. a rapper. They're very good at compartmentalizing, too. Mm-hmm. So, I think a lot of people you say might, you won't, don't realize how talented they are because they are scattered. But then you see people who are able to compartmentalize and focus on one thing at a time and some, and build it up in different ways. You know who I think inspired all these people? Kanye West? That's, I was going to say his other moniker. Walt Disney. Google, Google, <laughs> let me create more. Me create or do more. you want to marginalize, marginalize me until I'm out of my, my moment? But real shit though. Yes. Kanye West's being a visionary. Well, I mean, it's not even just him too, because even Jay Z, if you think about it, from going to being a high profile drug dealer to being a rap superstar, hip hop superstar. Yeah, but Easy E was doing that shit. Business. But, Connoisseur, but I mean, yeah. like he, he was a, he's a business aficionado, Dr. Dre. They all did the same kind of thing, but theirs was like on a different, it was a different, more traditional level. Mm-hmm. Considering those were the mediums they had at the time, and for them, it was like, yeah, sell dope, and then you do this, and then you, you legitimize your money, and then you do all this other stuff. Yeah, now, like, what business, if you want to be an artist, what business do you have like selling dope in today's America? Like, you can get caught so much faster now than you ever could. Like they can track you with your cell phone. Well, all of them kept. All of them did the whole thing where I mean, it's all the same. It's they all had the same through line. They all had the But also, there's like a picking one way. Which way? Eventually, which one do you pick? Do you pick mm-hmm. this or this? So maybe all kind of like. But I mean, the reason why I said a certain artist I have in mind, and since I already said Kanye, you can already guess who I'm thinking. On the other side of that, is Taylor Swift. <laughs> what does she have? You know what I mean? That's what, and when you said when you said we're living in an age where artists have to be multi-talented, I'm like, nah, like. Taylor Swift, what is her talent? Like, I'm not saying that like she's not. I'm not saying, but like to be to be completely honest, I'm not saying that like she she doesn't have talent to play the guitar. She doesn't have talent to sing. She doesn't have talent to write a song. Because there are degrees of talent to everything she's doing, but is it proportional to her level of success? Well, you already talked about it with Donald. Like it it was a marketable thing. Like whereas Mm -hmm. like his stuff wasn't marketable. That was a very easy thing to grab and and be like, this is it. This is it right here. Yeah, but how many but how many more Taylor Swifts are coming out now? I don't know if it's a bro- she be honest though, she swallows the whole game because it's like you're she's marketing being a white girl. If that quote unquote white girl, because I mean there are white people, you know, who don't have her experience, but that, you know, stereo stereotyped existence of quote unquote white girl, I buy uglies that I have yeah, I eat drink pumpkin spice lattes type of thing. That was being marketed and they were like, Well market this. That is the brand. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is the advertisement. Like She's advertising whiteness. She's not the actual brand, in my opinion, because if something happens, enough damage happens to her image, somebody else will just come in and replace her. I'm also speaking. She goes, I'm also speaking in said. terms of uh, hip hop, which was oh yeah, yeah, that's that's in terms of in terms of like you like I'm noticing. Well, I was thinking about artists. I should say hip hop artists, but even in terms of since I don't really follow, I don't really follow pop in terms of what is she? Is she country pop? Rock. She's gonna start country. She's very, very clearly pop now. Like anything that had country that had to do with Taylor Swift is no more. Anybody that thinks otherwise, you fucking kidding yourself. Did she, I personally like? I could listen to her country stuff and be like, fine. Like it's not my taste, but like I can accept it because it sounded a little bit more genuine versus now. 
They took her. It's <laughs> commercialized. <laughs> it's synthetic. She's part of the Illuminati. <laughs> like, yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> I also like to know, like, to point out the fact that this show was inspired by The Vibe, which was a hip-hop show in college. Hey, man, y'all talk about some <laughs> whack stuff. I do every week, y'all talk about some whack stuff all the yeah. time. Yeah, so we're going to talk about no, that. Hey, we can talk about that. But when a white guy hits you with, y'all talked about some whack stuff. You know, you talked about some whack stuff. I highly disagree. That doesn't mean like... I didn't even know. Why do people say whack anymore? And he just said it, so that's how you know you talked about some whack No, that would be me saying, like, I'll be looking at some. I'll be like me looking at some. I was like, "Yo, your side was pretty off. Was off foot, man. Like, because as if I know everything. Shut the fuck up." But <laughs> bro, you got you got whack. I was gonna say you got whack. Okay, off, first. Okay, ah, okay. First off, whack. Like, how is that like an inherent? Like, where the white dude says whack? It's like that's equivalent of like a black dude saying dude. No, actually, yeah, like real no, talk. No, 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 no real. No, that's I, the equivalent of a white of a black dude saying. Dude, no, 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 there is no, there is. It's like when people say, "Oh, that's whack, man." Like everyone can say, "Like whack has become a thing." Where it's like everybody knows whack. what it means, but not everybody says it because it doesn't usually match the people who say it. And they say, it. like I said, it's like a white black dude saying, "Dude, like what if you okay, saw no, because Adrian Peterson met you in the gym." You're like, what's up, Adrian? And he's like, what's up, dude? And you'd be like, what the? What, okay, what's but, but why your voice don't match your body, man? But also, but, well, okay, what, what, what would it be like if a white dude said whack? Would be like, yo, man. That's not was whack or something like whack. that. Right. Whack. Like, if they had to like, want to feel like he said some whack shit. Like, he was talking about whack shit. He was talking about whack shit. Man, I didn't even, like, second guess it. I just. Who's <laughs> just, just like, like, bro? It was whack. whack. <laughs> it was some whack. It's a great word. I'm going to try to discount up for what? saying whack. Yeah, we did talk about some whack shit. Anyway, the. Uh, nah. Uh, nah, that kind of covers it in terms of. I don't know if people are going. If more people want to. Are going to start doing. Streaming or how long will that last? Or that's the way that, that's it's honestly the way the way to do it now. It's become so convenient, like for everybody. I mean, you were talking about now whenever you listen to music too, especially with like how data usage has become too. It's just like music, whatever music you want, anytime, anywhere. You don't have to bring anything except for mixtapes, except for mixtapes. Oh, that piff, datpiff.com. Oh, yeah. that, that, that that's actually that's actually gonna be the one thing I'd say that that's really flawed with all the, with a lot of these mm-hmm. streaming servers. Not just mm-hmm. mixtapes, because I mean, remixes. I get, I get and why they're not on remixes or man, but like not every not every album is is on there. Like mm-hmm. especially especially new artists. Like she's still looking for SoundCloud and that pip and. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But those have their own apps. Mm-hmm. Their own apps too. But I mean, I mean, you can fuck like we can go to Crit, and I can guarantee you, like, not all of his shit is up on oh, yeah. Spotify. Guaranteed. Or any, any, any there, was young, that, there was a Young Thug album that like uh, like little thing that wasn't on there, and then like Wale. Wale should be known for making mixtapes that are as good as albums. A lot of people should be known for that. We were just at Big Crit. Oh, we were yeah. just saying should be known for that. Jay Cole. But I, I, I got to say Wale, because, you know, you know, West African gang, you know, we out here. But uh, Wale's... I thought it was Somalian. What? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to kick you off your own show. I was like, nigga, what are you talking about? You can't say shit like that on t- in public. <laughs> they all look the same. What are you talking about? It's about to go viral. They all look the same. They all look the same. What are you talking about? The same comment. His misstep just went viral. Look <laughs> on some real shit though. Like he makes great mixtapes, but you can't hear him on Apple Music. Falarin. Mm-hmm. That was a hundred, hundred miles and oh, totally was hundred, oh. hundred miles and running. 
Uh, that one. It was early, early mixtape of him, but oh. I mean, obviously a bite from NWA, uh-huh. from from that as far as that name goes. But it all all go go drums and mm-hmm. that just that, oh, that that's DC sounding, just yeah. all those beats, and it like so, it was him just like he just well, like, freestyled on that shit. He also, he also was, actually has one of my favorite just freestylers of this last year, mm-hmm. Florin like. I don't like, like women. It's just, it's one of the. I man, I, it was like raps where people thought that he woke up because J Cole wrote wrote rap about him. Oh, the, like, prop, the false prophets. Yeah, but there was there was when he he this he came out with this. Uh, it was he rapped over the beat to Nas's like. Mm. He just did Falarin like, and man, I, you know, the, the dude. I don't know. I just he's weird to me. I hope he. The wallet? Yeah. Not like weird in terms of, I just... I think, I think the thing is... Are we trying to just niche, or I don't know if he wants, or whatever I don't know how to describe him. You, you, I know you and I talked about this a long time ago, so I know you're a bigger Wale fan than I probably am, but like, he, um... Call me wrong on this, I thought maybe like, as far as like him going mainstream, one of the biggest falters he had was signing with Maybach. I don't think that was a good... A good label for him, and I felt like it kind of like put him, pushed him in a di- in a direction that like wasn't his. wasn't the best room. Yeah, it, it just it didn't seem like his style, and maybe he's he's cool. I don't know how he came to be on that, but like as soon as I found out, I'm like, why well, is on Maybach? Like that made no sense for everything I'd listened to he, up until I feel that like point. He did more for Maybach music to a degree than it did for him, right? Because name another artist from the Maybach label aside from Rick Ross, who or is like, Mill. huh? Well, Meek Mill. Well, they're like, but that. That has as unique a sound as Wale. That, that's what that, that's what I mean. Like his his unique sound is something that could stand alone. I think what the other difficulty was, and it's unfortunate for him, is that he was expecting to get fame proportional to his level of talent yeah. and ability. Yeah. And I think that's right. right now what he's going through maybe might just be that he just feels kind of disillusioned. Because as far as his lyrical ability, his ability to put together a song, let alone a whole project. There aren't many people in the game who can match him, who are his his Actually, generation. Yo, put this song on. Uh, introduce it first. Introduce and then we'll it. Talk to, about okay, it. that part out. Uh, introduce. Uh, this is Falarin like Wale came out earlier this year. I really messed with it. I hope y'all do too. Uh-huh. What? Let's have some motherfucking fun. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Valara like women level headed and more aggressive. That demoralize any more or less man or woman. And more or less any man or woman that go against me better know the Lord. Ignore it, keep it at 450 trucking. Fuck a 450, we 730. It's December now when they simmer down, we stop burning them. This embarrassing, there's literally no comparison. That's like comparing Yogi Berra and Yogi Ferrell. I'm the coldest poet, they never show it. I show up like the fucking bear from Revenant. Barely niggas, is Yogi Berra here. Mo, this is a picnic walk. I sip gin, tonic, and booth. Then I big shit talk, I'm cool. Calm, collected, lest I get pissed off. Then everybody get it like a pitch and kickball. Pimp hard, pimp hard, but think two times hard. I'm Usain Park. I bet the Pumas Usain ball to us. That's a fast ass pussycat. Ralph really rapping like he really, really in his bag. Yeah, for like a lot of artists. 
selfish father I think a lot of y'all been multiplying the prototype Notice I don't hang with niggas much in this industry Been this way, niggas be hating, wasting my energy Then they say, maybe for Lauren it's just a mental case It's not the case, I just confide in cases of innocence LA Fitness with Philip, yeah I'm getting a little bigger Baby mama don't notice, all my bitches can dig it About to hit the casino, Steve-O bring all the women And if we hit the digits, the only way that we trick it Rose gold and pinky, flows gold and singles is all gold and platinum, I'm so focused really Whole goal was really to promote the city Some niggas off that boat like they got motion sickness Lord forgive me, you know that I'm flawed But been on my job way more Cause I had a dog, that dog bitches before Now talk sis and the bitches And not to give you my business But they ain't bitches no more Nah, nah, fuck it, let's keep this shit going I see niggas talking, can chalk it Grown people ignore But keep with the bluffing You see, I be with people that love that shit Let us see you in public performing We will applaud Now you weak in that burn, you looking Mama purchase and earns for you Confirming you finished I done merged you niggas Where the first one is versus How hurts me to hurt you What burns, yeah, burns Cause I birthed you niggas Yeah, of course you niggas forgot But every time I drop a single nigga hitting me up Telling me to give him a jump Never think they'll ever pull up Literally I live in Maryland, Beverly Hills in the charts Yup, and with the pen it's like I'm Kimber with ball I'm Kyrie Jamal, Crawford, guard me and you fall Foreign features from South Korea BTS be the shit, we about to see it I am not North or South, I am just DMV I'm a G, well achieve, well received I'm a seasoned nigga, yeah I'm the cleanest nigga Got soul, got style, rap jeans, nigga I will not back down when you see a nigga My whip black, light brown, Pam Jean, a nigga Yeah, for Lauren like, women like Miss Erica Badu, see you next lifetime, I marry ya Plan no, nigga, this gospel by my tonsils Got the world on my hand like Kwame on Captain Planet do I'm just a rhymer, a lot of y'all just be sleeping on it Stay at mama house, get they Cheetos and cheap reefer on They stay on social media, being somebody doper than the person they are in person Of course nobody meeting them Valara like, none of these niggas Shine coming, man, I'm tired of every one of these niggas Fuck Hold up Shine Yo, when... You have someone who can rap about Erica Badu, Yogi Berra, The Revenant, and then BTS about a collab with a Korean pop band. You know that's going to be a flame song. I'm not going to lie. That's that's some talent right there. That was Wale following like... Um, Over Nas is like... Over Nas is beat, like... Which, beat, yeah. Respect. I'm glad you respect it. Uh, Ate, do you have anything to say about it? Look. Let me use my Donald Trump voice when so I So I'd like to say thank y'all for tuning in, right? It's been great. We'll see you next time on another edition of You Don't Get It. Hey, Peace. hold on real quick before we end this one. I just wanted to say we're going to phase this out with one more song from Big Crit's album. Of course we are. Called, Take it uh, away, Matt. Sorry. Favorites, my favorite, personal favorite song from the album um, called Drinking Sessions. I really got to like, commend the lyricism on this track because he hits... So many points. I'm not even gonna be even, like be able to begin to describe it, but the beats fire, and this song is sick. So, without further ado, this is Drinking Sessions, um, featuring Kayden Harold. Kayden Harold. Somebody. <laughs> My big crit, off of uh, ever is, uh, forever is a mighty long time. Check Feel free to DM us on Facebook or Twitter to correct us of any mispronunciations John. of names. Or just yeah. slide in my DMs, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just fly, <laughs> John, what's lady. your handle? Circle button, you know John, what I'm saying? What's your handle? What yeah. my, Twitter. Oh, shoot. I haven't been on Twitter in a minute. Follow me on Instagram, Blacklight John. Blacklight 
Mike Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> when you're done with him, you're going to need a black light in your room. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, I mean, what is that? Oatmeal? Oh, no, it's not oatmeal. Yo, that's like... The, that's like <laughs> yo. Sometimes it smells like that. No, I'm just kidding. Keep going. <laughs> Damn. I'll tell you what's your... Huh? What's your stuff? What's Where my stuff? can I find you? They can't find me. That's what it is. Who am I? I'm unfindable. Who took the? I tell you what you got. You, go? you can only see his eyes, baby. Let me tell you something. Okay, you can't find me, but I'll find you. Have your people wait for my All people right. to call. That was anyway. so. That. <laughs> Don't hate, cause I'm sexy. <laughs> they just got my Twitter girl. handle is. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. Don't find me. <laughs> don't find me. I don't want to. Let's go. I have nothing good to say. Okay, word, word, word. Well, this has been Matt, John, and our special guest, Ate. Thank y'all for tuning in for You Don't Get It. We will see y'all next time. Loving each and every one of y'all. Peace. I try to put them all in one, you know. That's what I'm feeling when I'm going through. You know? I've been drinking, so please bear with me. Eyes wide shut, barely eating, trying to get my game on. Played it too cool, almost like the froze, had to turn my flame on. All the while, watch them itch me out. Magazine cover, motherfucker, my ain't tripping my flow. Singing, sitting, shit, maybe they'll listen to me when they 60, breaking some bread down. Treat it like the last supper. Toaster all the time we were poor, but still we had one another. Hopping in and out of shuttles. I'ma be big, mama. I'ma get rich, mama. I'm sorry, I ain't got a wife and kids, mama. But look what I did, mama. Got a house that I barely could stay in. A car I barely could drive. I'd be alive if I said getting money didn't make me feel alive. Hustling, arguing about who's better than I and tweets. But what does it matter when a new artist come out like every week? And the label all on their nutsack. Good for them, keep sucking. Most rappers have been over for you, but me, bitch, I'm not for fucking over. I'd be the biggest star they told me. Sign my name on that line, and when I die, that's when it's over. Moving on to the set. I was just a talented black kid, but the film I look like a chick. Another five years of slaving, then it's on to the next. I'm just trying to be what I envisioned as a child. A king and a man of God when ain't no church. And the wild shit been fucked up. Cause they don't talk about Christ Everybody trying to die young But who gon' talk about life I pulled that card, good law Confederate flag shit so flawed They used to fly like pilots And burn crosses in our yards I can't get wishy if you with that Whistle Dixie They want that old time back But niggas got 100 rounds and automatic So we ain't having that I ain't promoting no violence People out you been wild. So much that you can get gunned down just for being happy and smiling. Ain't no hotline worth dialing. They say the world needs help. We too busy feeling our needs that we might kill us ourselves. I got my gumption from my granny. Had a dream about her like last night. She held me tight and told me, little one, everything gonna be alright. My mind playing tricks on me. But I needed that though. In a world where I feel all alone, sometimes I need her kill. It's hard to share my insecurity, so I medicate, I mean meditate. And pray to God for a second chance For heaven's sakes, I'm just waiting on a sign or two Like what I'ma do when my heart get rusty and tired And it ain't shining through and I think about death a lot 
My father's scared of dying, I can relate, I call him before every flight In case it ain't been for flying, I ain't holding back, can't control these tears I mean, after all these years, I'm still the kid writing poems through shop They eating the cafeteria, I'm two cups in And three shots away We're gonna fuck about any of this shit that I didn't had to say Lord knows, it's hard to see the truth with your eyes closed It's hard to protect your feelings when you're so exposed Yeah so exposed. I'm so exposed. I let it all slip away. And now all I can say is here's a toast to a better day. That will come and stay Oh God, oh God, oh God Wherever you are, yeah I call your name then far, yeah Oh God, oh God, oh God Wherever you are, yeah I call your name then far, yeah I'm so exposed, oh, I'm so 